Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jameson. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. Special guest in the house today, eating all my food, Dr. Frank. Hey, Paul, I'm glad to be back, and I love eating all your food. Oh, where this morning, Dr. Frank's like, you're, you're getting low on coffee creamer. He's eat, eating all my uh, granola bars, telling me I'm low on this stuff. I was like, it's because you've been eating all of it. Yeah, you need to stuck up on the stuff that I like, Paul. Yeah, I know. Get, get your mic a little closer there, Dr. Frank. Okay. So we got a big day uh, today. We're going to talk about social media and how, as a small business owner, uh, you can be using social media to grow your business, grow your profits. And uh, before we do that, I want to let you know that Jobber is giving away $150,000 in grants. They're rewarding 25 recipients, amounts between $2,500 and $15,000. If you want to win um, be, for your business a grant from Jobber, you can get one for between $2,500 and $15,000. Click on the link in today's show notes to apply. Uh, the deadline is coming up on June 8th. So you got to apply before then. It only takes five minutes to apply. And again, 25, they're going to select 25 people, divvy out the grants between 2,500 and 15,000. So total their, their gig, they're granting $150,000 and a grant isn't a loan. They give you the money and then you do whatever you want with it. You don't repay it or anything like that. So that sounds like an amazing opportunity, Paul. Yeah. I can't win. Cause I'm, uh, it would sound sketchy if they go to announce the winners and the winner is Paul Jamison, $15,000. So I'm ineligible, but you guys have a shot at it. It's only a five minute application for $15,000. And, uh, so, I mean, several people from our industry that they, they do, you know, they'll pick people from the other home service based industries, but lawn care and landscaping, um, they've done this multiple years, lawn care and landscaping, uh, you know, are some of the recipients. So you might as well at least try for 15 K. So there you go. That link is in today's show notes. Well, big news earlier this week, Dr. Frank, a brand new book came out on Amazon. It's called The Lawn Care Advantage. That's your book, Paul. It is. It's winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. And in the book, I actually featured multiple um, experts and, 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 and industry leaders in the book who have been crushing it on social media. That fascinated you, huh? It really did. I see that you've devoted a whole chapter to that in your book, and I'd love to hear you talk about that as we talk to your audience. Here's here's my my thinking, and I'd love for you to expand on it and explain how you see it relates to what you talked about in your book in that chapter, is that um, social media really op, op, offers an amazing opportunity because it's free. It's somebody else's platform that they built and they invite people to come on that platform as long as you follow their rules and guidelines and stay within the parameters of that. You can use that platform and social media has, in my view, mainly two types of platforms. Social media is many things, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, on and on and on and on, but they can be broadly categorized into two categories 
uh, ones that are run by search engines. So they become really a way to do lead generation because of the search engine, people searching for something. And if what you offer as content on that platform is what they're looking for, you're likely to be found. And then there's other social media that's more nurturing. Mm -hmm. And I think that would also include your website as well, where um, they hear about you, they want to learn more and they can learn about more and you have the opportunity to build trust and relationship with them and hopefully move them to a sale. So with uh, lead generation and and nurturing, you basically have the elements of a marketing funnel mm -hmm. to take somebody to discover you and then build enough relationship with them to move them to a sale with your company for your products and services. And so in my view, the um, social media offers a huge opportunity for every business. And uh, that, what that means, the last point I want to make is what that means then is that whether a company realizes it or not, a small company, a startup company with just one employee, the, the owner, or a large company or a medium-sized company, any company is really in the content business, content generation business. Mm -hmm. Even if the content generation is limited to just talking to people who call your business on the phone to just inquire, you're talking to them. Mm -hmm. That's content. Or you bump into somebody uh, at the grocery store and you hand them your business card. You're going to say something when you hand that out. That's content. And uh, social media is just a more formalized form of content that perhaps is more concentrated. So no company, no business can get away from content generation. And social media pr provides a huge opportunity for a variety of reasons because it offers the key elements for marketing funnel. What say you about that? And tell us how that relates to what you found out with interviewing these experts in your book. Yeah, there's almost limitless opportunities with social media. So I believe it's chapter four, yeah. um, Jay Jacobs Grounds. I asked him, how do you attract, and we mentioned him earlier in the week on the program because um, I featured him in my book. How do you attract such quality employees and, and, and his, he's got a lot of college students. So they're around for a few years until they graduate right. with that degree and go get a job in their field. He says through social media. So he posts his team happy doing, you know, laying nice stripes in the yard, right. doing quality work at a clean professional facility. He's posting all of that and, and tagging it appropriately. And it, it's going out in the community locally. People are in a hyper way are seeing those posts. And of course they pop up in my newsfeed, Jay Jacobs. Uh, he's a great follow on Instagram. Well, I asked him, how are you getting these employees? And he said, through Instagram. Wow. Because they're starting to follow. Let's say um, one of the college students works at his company. Well, then his friends follow Jay Jacobs. Right. And they start seeing, man, those are you guys. You guys take a lot of pride in your work. You really do. You know, they, the way they stripe the grass, it's the beautiful. It's stunningly beautiful. So that's more nurturing the lead, wouldn't you say, Paul? Yeah, but he's taking advantage of social media to recruit employees. So you gripe at me. People, you know, say, Paul, we can't find employees. You don't understand. It's not like Atlanta. You know, they just, <laughs> they just you know, excuse. Right. And then you got someone like Jay Jacobs who has quality employees and he's putting quality 
Instagram reels out there, quality posts on Instagram. And he's creating this professional vibe of his business and he's attracting good employees. And then, you know, I look at other profiles on Instagram that aren't as beautiful as Jay Jacobs. And if you're going to, you're not going to want to work for that company. So they're using social media to attract the best of the best. So that's, that's using social media just for recruiting really good employees that would fit in perfectly for their business. But aren't they using it as well for attracting new customers too? Right. That's secondary in Jay Jacobs situation. Really? He's posting it for the, you know, for employees. But yeah, of course the customers are going to see that as well. Um, there's a guy down in Miami who I love watching. Uh, he's been on the podcast multiple times, Yeah, the Miami landscaper, Paul Capote and, um, Paul, you know, he does his jobs before, during, after makes these beautiful little clips of, of them putting a little rock path in and some decorative stones and rocks. And, and then he's got this huge portfolio when a new customer, potential new customer sees that and they see the social proof. He's got a lot of followers they they trust him. They're like, wow, come do that for us. That looks great. Can you do that for our property? What's your price, Paul? Well, what's your thoughts though, about every business owner, large or small startup or established is really in the content creation business. What's your thoughts about that? Did you see that as a theme when you're talking to these experts in your book? Yeah. And some of these guys stumbled into so much success on social media Wow! Uh, that one of them, for example, he, so we, we shared his story. His, his name's Al Blades. Yeah. He's down sunny South Florida where you're from, Dr. Frank Yeah, was working at Publix where shopping's a pleasure, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a great store. Yeah. It ain't no angles or actually I like Publix. So it's just expensive there. So they, they mock him. He's like, I'm going to go start a lawn business. You yeah. ain't going to make it. You'll be Bobo. You need us. Basically like you need to work at Publix the rest of your life. And he says, no. And he goes out and starts a lawn business. And he has been making videos on social media for uh, a long time. He started, did, he, did he start doing that from the very beginning of his business? No, no, no. But he started doing, I believe they were skateboard videos and things of that nature. I, I share his story in um, chapter 21. Okay. The inspiring odyssey of a lawn care entrepreneur and YouTube creator. Right. But he just liked making videos. So he used to make videos on social media, on YouTube specifically, and he would get less than a thousand views. He No viral videos, not that much views. He'd make a video, maybe get 15 views or 30 views. He was doing it mainly just because it was fun for him. He enjoyed creating content. I see. But he, you know, was like, hey, 30 people watch my video. It's a lot of people. 30? Mm-hmm. So he's making videos about his lawn business and he's sharing, he, he did pick up quite a few uh, lawn properties in, in, in Florida and build a good business for him. He didn't have to go back to Publix. His business is going well. And were those people who just found him on social media and never knew anything about him, but found him through the search engine on that platform? His main marketing for starting his lawn business was uh, postcards and, and guerrilla marketing like that going out. And oh, a, through the postal dense, mail. Well, I think he would pass them out. Oh, yeah, but he, yeah. But yeah, you could do the every door direct right. mail, but he would pass them out. That's how I picked this up. But the story, you don't know where the story is going, Dr. Frank. Let me let me tell you about old Al Blades. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I wrote about him in um, chapter 21 of my book, as well as chapter 22. I wrote two chapters on Al, as well as the, the harnessing the power of the internet 
and social media to grow your lawn care business is, is chapter 20. So I wrote a lot about everything I'm sharing now on the podcast in the book, but Al was making these videos, getting 15 to 30 views, which 15 wow. to 30 people is a lot of people. That's a full classroom, right? Right. And his buddy, the lawn care juggernaut said, Hey, why don't you make a video like this, this style? And he, and the lawn care juggernaut had a ton of view, followers and views at the time. And it was just on YouTube. Yeah. And he uh-huh. told Al, he's like, I like you. What I'm going to do, you make your best video. I'm going to share it on my YouTube to my YouTube audience. Mm. So Al's like, wow, this is a big opportunity because the lawn care juggernaut had hundreds of thousands of followers. Wow. wow. So Al took, we talked about this previously, seizing the opportunity. Al went out and found the craziest yard in Florida, made an epic video of him mowing it down and, and, and making it look really nice. And he put it on YouTube and it on its own, it was Al's first viral video. It had about 30,000 views pretty quickly. Was he the first to do that? Or? No, no. But the lawn care juggernaut said, I'm going to share it. So and then the lawn care juggernaut was true to his word. He took Al's video, right. he shared it to his platform. Now all of a sudden it had a hundred thousand views, 200,000 views, wow. 300,000 views goes up to a million. Wow. Al makes another one does the same thing. Let me pull him up real quick and show you how, how many views. So this, this was all just a couple, uh, less than two years ago. Right. How many views since, since, since the lawn care juggernaut shared his video, how many views do you think Al has gotten on YouTube? This is all less than two years. Maybe tens of thousands or more. Well, I just told you he had a million views on one video, so it would be more than ten oh. thousands. I'm looking it up right now. 150 million views. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I see it. 150 million views. 150 million views. That's a lot of views. Yeah. And has that impacted his business? Well, he so now. When you, somebody watches your video on YouTube, the commercials play that those, the, those, let's say a, a company, they pay YouTube to run that ad. YouTube shares that money with the creator. Right. And so what happened was you can imagine with 150 million views, the money he got from advertising was so was more money, you know, than he was making with his lawn business. So in Al's situation, he then paused his lawn business and he's like, I'm going to go make these YouTube videos. So currently he's just making the YouTube videos and the, the advertising money from YouTube is, is enough for him to pay all of his bills and quite frankly, have a, 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 a lot of money. So it was a way for him to expand his business way even outside his local area where he mows lawns. Yeah. Now his customers are worldwide. Yeah. Just the people that watch him are essentially his customers mm-hmm. through YouTube. Now, another guy did this, Phil's Lawn Care. Yeah. Phil still has his lawn business, and he does this on the side. Uh, and we, we wrote about his story in the book, Phil's Lawn Care. Let's see how many views old Phil has. Uh, that's him right there. He's a good guy. I like him. Uh, 44 million views. Wow. 44 million views. Taking videos of him doing lawn care work. Now, Phil still has a route, and he still does his business. But he did, he did this. So you don't, and I'm not suggesting everybody follow this blueprint because if the trend slows down on YouTube, you, you don't, you don't want to, you, you need to be smart, but I'm saying there's opportunities out there to earn money from AdSense on YouTube. There's opportunities out there to um, attract employees and customers through social media. So we go in depth, literally chapter 20 is titled 
Harness the power of the internet and social media to grow your lawn care business or and and grow another business. It's just uh, like the fact that we have this opportunity and I share these stories in the book to motivate you to ask yourself a question. Are you using the internet and social media to its, its maximum potential? Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride comfort system for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS TrackIt is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why would you mow without it? With racing-inspired, patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks, Ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster, allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights. Ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick, it is a game changer that simply has to be experienced. True suspension changes everything. Visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer. Ferris, experience suspension. Well, you're saying, though, that these these examples you gave, they went viral and mm-hmm. they attracted an, a viewing audience that was nationwide or even worldwide. Worldwide. But it still impacted their local service business as well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Did, did they have any way of quantifying that? Uh, you quantified their viewership worldwide, but on these platforms, but did they quantify with you when you interviewed them, how it also impacted their local market with the pers- the market penetration they got and the new customers that they got in their local market? Yeah. And well, these are, these are rare situations to where they, they got so much attention yeah. that they, they can't possibly handle the inbound messages and calls and, and things of that nature. But in the sake of Jay Jacobs, who yeah. isn't ultra viral like this, of course, it is dramatically impacting the clientele he gets and the employees that he gets. And so locally, yeah, locally. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is for 95, 98% of the people reading this book, you want to use social media to 
locally grow your business. North Point Outdoors, we wrote about in my book, they do about $18 million a year in revenue. So their social media efforts is on that local community in Derry, New Hampshire, and building that social proof online to trust their business. So these are rare situations, but I wanted to feature them in the book because Phil went from Ace Hardware to these crazy opportunities. Al went from Publix to these crazy opportunities and they're just ordinary guys. They're, they're, um, there's nothing, you know, extraordinary or special about them. They just took out their phone and hit record and hit publish and, and did a bunch of the, the accurate things that the algorithm likes. And, 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 and it, you know, they're crushing it. I J- bet you uh, key to what they were doing just by doing that, just pushing play, uh, record and, um, just being natural and authentic to what they normally do in their business giving somebody a a window into their life, Mm -hmm. what they were really doing, I think, like you talked to this, is they were telling a story, Mm. a little vignette out of their life. And if they think about it, when they're on the phone with a potential customer, somebody calls them up and says, hey, I saw your truck the other day. I saw the phone number I'm writing down. I want to find out a little bit more. Um, Or they run into somebody and they pass out a business card in person. You know, stuff that they would do Mm -hmm. from time to time, all the time anyway. I bet you if they analyze it, they're not only telling them about their services and products and and what they offer, but they probably pepper that conversation with little stories about, oh, yeah, 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 we do that. You know, we had a guy down the road um, that I I picked out as a customer, and we did this to his lawn, blah, 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 and they're telling a little story. Well, that's what's happening on the social media content, Mm -hmm. is they're literally telling the story. And they're not being fancy, you're saying? They're just being authentic, authentic and telling a story the way they would tell it to somebody. They're passing out a business card locally or somebody who calls them on the phone that somehow got their phone number and is inquiring. It's just stories. Wouldn't you say that's probably the bulk of it? Yeah. And there's several other stories that I wrote about in this book. Uh, there's a woman out in uh, the Pacific Northwest, Abigail Frost. Yeah. She mows lawns right on the ocean out there in, in uh, Vancouver area, you know, the, the ocean. That's a nice area. Yeah. So she'll literally be mowing the backyard and then it drops off into a cliff into the ocean. Wow. She's filming herself doing it and she runs an awesome business and it, you know, she, she displays her work like a portfolio online. I wrote about Ben Naiman. He's a guy from at sweet home, Alabama, right? Simple guy. Just shares his life. Hey, I'm going to the gym today. I'm, I like to work out and stay in shape. Hey, I'm I'm doing this lake house. He does a really nice job on on this lake, and he mows the backyard and he films it and he puts it on the internet. And so, when I think of Hannah Grace Gardens, that's Abigail Frost business. I think of her mowing the backyard on the ocean. Well, imagine if you're in that service area, you're wow. like, wow, look at how meticulous and great of a job she does. You watch Ben Naiman get the yard ready for the weekend, the lake house. It's it's your business card. Jeremiah Jennings does a great job right. in Trustville, Alabama, and they're sharing their story on the internet. And so I wrote a lot in my book about how do you use social media? There's so many ways, right? And, and we go in depth in the book. And really, if you read this book, Doctor Frank, you're going to be motivated to capitalize on social media. And there's so many examples in the book. Again, guys, the brand new book is now available on Amazon, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies. One of those strategies 
is maximizing social media for a thriving business. Um, pick it up. Pick up a copy today on Amazon, The Lawn Care Advantage. You know what I like about what you're saying, Paul, with these examples that you go into detail with in your book, is that they don't have to be this hotshot uh, TV personality to do this, to get on social media and publish content because the content is just a little window into their everyday life and they are being who they naturally are anyway, just telling what they already know, which is their story about what's going on in their life. They're, they're seeing uh, videos mm -hmm. where they're talking about um, situations with doing lawn care in this situation and that situation, real life stories that happen to them and just being authentic to tell it. And people love that. I love following it. I love seeing uh, Abigail from Hannah Grace yeah. Gardens mowing that backyard off that beautiful ocean. I, I, I feel like I'm a cheerleader for her story. Like, you know, you, you get it. I, I feel like when I watch Ben Naiman out in Alabama mowing that lake house, I'm a part of his story. I, I'm, I'm following his story. And even Phil and Al, who had the extraordinary success on YouTube, they are themselves. They are who they are. I've hung out with both of them off air. I hung out with Phil at, at the Equip Expo last year in Louisville, met him for the first time. The same guy off the camera he is on the camera. He just shares his story. He's a simple guy um, from out there in, in, in Idaho. That's you where he lives now. Al, love the guy. He's so humble on camera. Off camera, he's he's the same way. He's just a good, genuine human being. And you watch the content and you feel part of the story. And and the, the list goes on and on with Jeremiah Jennings and and Ben and and these guys that share their story. Jay Jacobs Ground. He shares his business via Instagram reels, Instagram pictures, Instagram stories. A lot of these guys post their content on YouTube. And in the book, I share the winning strategies. How you can consider using social media to grow your business. You know what I like about that too, Paul, is that they're just being themselves, which is the easiest thing for them to be instead of something that they're not. Mm -hmm. They're just telling their story, which is things that happen that, that they know are interesting. And because they're being true to who they are and authentic, they're attracting the perfect customer and the perfect employee because they're they're presenting who they really are. Wow, so they're not trying to be somebody else and then they have to maybe lose that person because they find out, well, he's not really like that. They're attracting the people that naturally like who they are to their core. And that's the people you want to do business with. That's the people you want to hire into your business. So it's self-governing. That is so good. Well, guys, if you want more of the winning strategies, of course, social media is just one of the many winning strategies to grow a thriving business. The brand new book it is on Amazon. Pick up your copy today. Mr. Producer, put the URL um, hyperlink in today's show notes. You can click on that. Whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcast or even you, Jason, if, if you're listening on your Podbean, um, you can get the new book today. It's called The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business. Hear these wonderful stories of, of Hannah Grace Gardens and Jay Jacobs and Al Blades and Phil's Lawn Care and Ben Naiman and Jeremiah Jennings and Naylor Taliaferro and North Point Outdoors and so many others and how they're using social media to build your business in my brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business. You need to increase your prices to earn more. 
but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.